Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Enterprise Doctor Business Show. My name is Mark Harris and I am the Enterprise Doctor and I'm delighted to have with me Lucy Davies of SAP Marsis. How are you, Lucy? I'm very well, thank you. Black Friday is the reason that we are here today. We're recording this on the afternoon of 24th November 23, which is actually Black Friday. So my plan is to record this chat with you, edit it, top and tail it with some music, and then put it out all this afternoon. So we'll see how that plan goes. So Black Friday is something with which we are all very familiar now. It's really hard to escape it. What's your take on it, and do you have any feel yet at half past two in the afternoon of how today is going in terms of sales and and impact? In terms of sales, I don't have any any official figures yet. That happens after the weekend for us. So we we're a customer engagement platform, and we um, help all of our customers get their customers on on all the different platforms that a that they might shop on. And we don't get the figures through until after the weekend. However, I'm in central London right now and it's pretty busy. So (laughs) from an anecdotal perspective, I can see that people are out and about and shopping for sure. Were there predictions on how this year's Black Friday would go in comparison to previous years? One of the things that we do because we are a customer engagement company is we do something called a, um, it's the SAP Amasis Customer Loyalty Index, which we've been running for three years now. And there've been some amazing insights in three years. There's been a huge difference in the way we shop at Black Friday. So last year, we actually predicted double in terms of spend what we predicted this year from our research. Same research, same people, 2,000 people in the UK and 10,000 globally. And we found that people are not planning on spending so much this year, but it's very much a strategy of spending less, but still the volumes are up. So people are still shopping, but they're just trying to be cleverer with the way they spend money and and spend less. And one really interesting thing is last year, 10% of us wanted to use Black Friday to buy all their Christmas gifts. This year, it's gone up to an incredible... 30% 30% of us. So we're really becoming so much more savvy with the way we spend and, and using Black Friday to get the bargains and be well organized at the same time. Well, precisely a month from today, it's Christmas Eve, which is when some people do their Christmas shopping. If they're doing it a month before, then that sounds sensible. And I think really, for me, that's not massively surprising. There has been and perhaps still is a cost of living crisis. The Chancellor gave away some money a couple of days ago or yesterday, but not a huge amount. I think people are still being very careful. And if you want to buy a load of Christmas presents or a number of Christmas presents, even if it's only one, then doing it at 20% less seems to make even more sense to me when money is tight. Yeah, absolutely. And also the... Retail spends have been down. The ONS do their monthly stats. September, October, we were down on last year. And because of that, we wonder whether, I mean, every year retailers start their Black Friday campaigns earlier and earlier. And this year is no different. But I think that's part of it. They they were maybe just thinking, okay, what we're going to do to get customers in. So yeah, of course, it makes sense that people buy Christmas presents. And I think there's, there's a certain amount of people who would have been sensible and bought their Christmas presents now. And then done a bit of more research 
find out what the day that people start panic shopping is in December. So those who haven't done their Christmas shopping this month, there's another date and we call it disloyal, disloyal day where early December, all will be revealed next week. It's our next story, but in early December, people start thinking, oh my gosh, I haven't been shopping yet. And they don't stick to the retailers that they normally go to. They're just like, they'll go to the first place. And so that that's when we sort of help guide them with advice to, well, our retail customers with advice to make sure that those customers that normally would come to them, they do the right things, keep, keep them coming back in the loyal. And that, in a way, is is leads me nicely to something that I wanted to ask you about Black Friday. People selling things, and I'm going to broaden that beyond just retail. I've had all sorts of business services offered to me at a discount, uh, as well as oodles of retail stuff. And the stuff that's sort of in between, which is things like ink cartridges for my printer, which isn't a business service, and it isn't a retail thing so much, but it's a business spend of mine. So looking at businesses out there, some will have chosen to partake in Black Friday and make an offer out to their customers and prospects. And some will quite possibly have made a conscious decision. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So I've got a question about each because I love to ask two questions at a time. I'm sorry. No, I'm all for that. The question about the people who are doing it is when it's such a noisy, crowded market, I can't tell you how many Black Friday emails I've deleted today, mm-hmm. never mind in the last week, because Black Friday seems to be Black Month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how, how do people get heard above all that noise is there a trend for the kind of offers that actually grab people's attention is it just money off or is it something different and for the people who said no i'm not playing this game i'm not going to do a black friday deal for my customers are they missing a trick or can they perhaps put some marketing spin on that i guess what time what my answer probably answers both of your questions hopefully at once so one of the types of loyalty for our customer loyalty index, we realized pretty soon you can't bucket all sorts of loyalty together. We've identified five specific types of loyalty that retailers want to attract in, in their customers. And um, the one that's really obviously appropriate for this time of year is incentivized loyalty. That's all about deals and discounts. And the other loyalty types are, have kind of stayed fairly even over the years. But the one that's taken a massive nosedive this year, given the economy, is actually funnily enough, incentivized loyalty. So people, of course, if you see a deal, will take it. But after that, like who's going to stick with a new retailer if they've taken a 20% or 30% off deal on that day, unless there are other things that are going to keep them coming back. And and so I think that applies to customers who don't take part in deals at all. Like not everybody, it's a, it's a tough thing for retailers. Obviously it's tough and competitive at the moment, but not everybody is is interested in deals. Most people are, but there are some who, you know, retailers get cut, uh, stuck in a downward spiral of cheap, cheaper and cheaper prices and they can't escape from it. They can't get out of it. And so I guess Black Friday is time that you have to get these new customers or returning customers. You need to impress them in other ways than deals. And that's at every single touch point that your customer might go through in the cycle, you know, in, in terms of being a shopper with your brand, it could be going into the store it could be being sent sms messages for deals it could be 
having to deal with a return, like how does that process go? It could be how long it takes to arrive at your house, all those different elements. I think COVID has made us, made us so much more demanding as shoppers that retailers have to get absolutely everything spot on, everything right. On Black Friday, when there's loads of volume going through, you can't you know, have people, your app crashing. I mean, all, all that kind of thing. It's just become so much harder. So is getting absolutely everything right. So it's the chance for retailers to really have that A game on and get everything right and have customers coming back to you after that. And so that's whether or not you, you offer deals. It's, um you know, you don't offer the deals. Funnily enough, there are some examples of retailers who have never, ever, ever offered deals and they've done fantastically well. Some people who don't, have any interest in deals will keep coming back for other reasons like being a vip customer and elevated experience special previews to new ranges all that kind of thing yeah i'm gonna lay my cards on the table and say yeah i I run a business i did not do a black friday deal i think my prices are fair i don't want clients who are motivated by a deal i want clients who are motivated because they think i have expertise that can help them and that's because I'm selling something intangible and nobody else on the planet sells what I sell because nobody else on the planet has got me on the payroll. You're a great example of some who don't need to do deals and it works well. So let me ask you, what you, I hope you don't consider a dirty deal. Are Emarsis doing a Black Friday deal for customers and prospects? We don't do those type of deals. I mean, our, it's it's different. Our customers are ongoing customers so we work with them in an ongoing way i get that and i agree about your customers but your prospects aren't and you know it's interesting that you've chosen not to do that but i do get black friday is primarily retail it's primarily products a lot of those are bought online and some of them obviously in in retail outlets as well and i think to be honest that the change of services moving into the whole black friday thing is is frequently just inappropriate it's not what black friday is about it's not what it should be doing that is a question you said you're going to ask me a question i haven't been asked before and i haven't been asked that one and it's an interesting one so one thing i've noticed is even if brands aren't offering a discount at this period people are thinking about shopping and there probably will be a peak in shopping, even if you're not offering Black Friday deals, just because people are out and about looking. And so if you're a service provider, then it wouldn't be a bad time to, to do that, to jump on that bandwagon, but you wouldn't necessarily have to. I mean, to be honest, I don't know the answer to your question about, you know, I I, I probably should. And it's something that I'll maybe find out and come back and, and give you a good answer. But I actually don't I actually don't know the answer to whether a master's, SOB or master's offer Black Friday deals to our own customers. I'm not sure. I'll have to. I'll have to come back to you on that one. <laughs> Interesting. I'll. Yeah. I'll look forward to hearing that. So I guess the the big question is from a, a customer perspective, but also from a business perspective. From the customer perspective, is it worth it when somebody says twenty percent off? Is it actually twenty percent off? Twenty percent off what? Did they inflate their price by 20% for three weeks so that they could then knock 20% off and call it a Black Friday deal? And there is a degree of evidence that some people miss about like that, but that gives a lot of buyers 
the negative view about Black Friday. They see a new TV, previously 500, now 400. Well, was it previously 500 or was it previously 350? And then they put it up to 500 and now they're bringing it down to 400. And from the business perspective, if you are offering a legit deal, how do you convince people that it actually is a good deal? I think it's a shame for some of those businesses that do play around with their prices. I think you're quite right. People are generally suspicious of it. And it's a mistake because, as I said before, Black Friday is now the time to impress your customers. It's fairly easy to track prices on a, on goods online. There are various websites that you can track prices. You can even just pop into your local store if you're buying a washing machine or something, just keep, keep an eye on the price. I'm sure there are many ways that if you're a retailer, you can convince or you can you can prove that the prices stay the same by just making it very transparent when you're making offers to that customer. But I think it's a mistake when people aren't and when they raise prices because you know they, they play tricks with them. Because you know you're looking at a customer over a lifetime, aren't you? That's where you get the the value from that customer. It's not just for Black Friday. So it would be a shame just to lose a customer, you know, not being transparent with them just over this period over the longer lifetime value for them. Okay, so let me ask you one last question, which may be hard, may be easy. You'll have to tell me. If you are a retail outlet, an outlet or a a website, so you're selling product, Mm. Black Friday a good thing or a nightmare? I think it's a bit of both. So I think, you know, it's very, very tempting to just do the deals like everyone else. You've proved um, to be one of those services that actually stands alone without doing discounts and deals and it's very very you know a lot of our customers and prospects that we've spoken to it's very very hard for them once they um do discounts to actually get out of that cycle so it's a difficult one i I can't give an answer because there are pros and cons to both but i i do get how difficult it is making those pricing decisions it's a very very tricky part thing a marketer Um, and and i think the way i mean what we help our customers with is personalization. So really, really with their permission, we do like the value exchange, anything that information we get from our customers um, in terms of data and emails and any information at all about them, how they behave when they shop online. We really make sure that they get true value from all of those those bits and pieces of information. Yeah. I'm sure that over the next few days on the news, there will be lots of statistics and numbers about how much everybody spent on Black Friday and how much people made and stuff. You know what I'd be really interested to know is how businesses that did not get involved in Black Friday did. Mm -hmm. So if there's a company selling mouses and keyboards and, and whatevers, computer accessories let's say and they chose not to do anything did their sales go down today because people were actively buying elsewhere or i wonder if their sales were the same old numbers i think if a brand has truly loyal customers that come to them for reasons other than deals then no they won't lose out and i think that people uh, searching online, you know, you have in your mind that you want to shop for Black Friday and you're looking for the deals. But when it comes down to it, you're just as likely to go to the brand that you love and you think is best. And if they don't have a deal, you're probably still likely to buy from that brand just because you love them. At least that's been my own personal experience. This is um, just a bit of an anecdote, but I always, as a treat, buy this really nice shampoo that I like. 
just shampoo, but it's it's a little bit more expensive than normal ones, so I really love it. I ran out the other day and um, I went online. I waited till this morning. I went online thinking, oh, I'll just buy some Black Friday. They weren't doing the deal. They weren't doing any discounts. But I bought it anyway. I just thought, I love it. I don't really want to get anything else. So I, I spent the money. So that's an example. And if it's a tenner instead of nine, then so. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think there's probably quite a lot of that happening. I'd like yeah. to go. Yeah. I sort of knew this was going to be an interesting conversation and I do love being right. So thank you for making it an interesting conversation. <laughs> interesting. Thank you. Good. Really my pleasure. Thank you so much for being here. I hope it hasn't been too much of a chore for you. Been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Mark. Really my pleasure. I'm going to say that this is Mark Harris, Enterprise Doctor, signing off. <laughs>